Welcome to Podcast Utilities Fortnightly, where we take deep dives into utility regulation and policy with insightful analytics. This is our fourth podcast. This one on how coal's market share of electricity supply has evolved over the decades and how it's falling rapidly now. Steve Mitnick takes us through the analysis with Alexandra Revel asking Steve the questions. Steve, there's big news, isn't there, about the grid's coal plants? You bet, Alex. The nation's coal-fired power plants produced only 19.2% of all our electricity this January. 19.2%! That's likely the lowest percentage produced by coal plants since the 1890s when the Niagara Falls hydroelectric project built by George Westinghouse and Nikola Tesla was the largest generator nationally. January was the first time that less than a fifth of U.S. electricity, 20%, came from coal combustion. The record low set in April of last year, 20.4%, was shattered as the 19.2% of this January is well below the 20.4% of last April. April of last year still holds the record, for the lowest number of megawatt hours produced by coal plants, going all the way back to the year 1970 or so. Though I suspect that record low won't stand for long. That is amazing. Has this been building for a while? Yes, there has been a huge drop-off in coal plant production in recent years, which among other things has driven down the electricity industry's carbon footprint. As recently as February of 2014, just six years ago, coal plants accounted for 44.2% of U.S. electric generation. That's remarkable. In six years, coal fell from a 42% slice of the grid's pie to a 19.2% slice. And in February of 2008, just 12 years ago, Coal plants accounted for over half of U.S. electric generation, 51.3%. So, in a dozen years, coal fell from a 51.3% slice to a 19.2% slice. Wow! And further back in time? I have monthly data on how many megawatt hours each type of electric generator produced since January 1973 up to this January. January of 2020. That's over 47 years, including 565 months of data. In none of these months did the market share of coal plants reach 60%, but it did come very close. In January of 1986, after the grid had lessened its dependence on petroleum and natural gas fire power plants, and before the nuclear plant fleet was fully installed, Coal share got to 59.8%, only a smidge less than 60%. In terms of megawatt hours, the nation's coal plants produce more than 100 million megawatt hours in every single month from June of 1983 through March of 2015, 382 consecutive months, excepting only three months the Aprils of 1984, 1986, and 2012. Peaking in August of 2007 at 190 million megawatt hours, that's about three times as much 
as the nation's coal plants produced this January, when coal plant generation was 65 million megawatt hours. With coal plant generation at such a low point this January, what took up the slack? Well, natural gas plants contributed 39.2% of the grid's generation, and nuclear plants chipped in with another 21.9%. That pretty much took care of our electricity supply, a three-way joint venture of natural gas, nuclear, and coal for the most part, with wind and hydro as bit players making up most of the remaining amount. Coal plants were always the workhorses of the grid, weren't they, Steve? Coal plants have always dominated America's supply of electricity, though there have been ups and downs through the decades. In the 1970s, coal share was in the range of 38 to 49 percent in every month until the very last month of the decade, December of 1979. As the decade came to an end, coal share was trending up as the U.S. tried to cut back on importations of oil following actions of the OPEC cartel. In the 1980s, coal share was in the range of 50% to 60% in every month except three months in the spring of, of 1980. And then in the 1990s, coal share generally remained fairly high, this time in the range of 48 to 55 percent, even as natural gas and nuclear plants raised their share at the expense of petroleum-fired plants. In the 2000s, the natural gas and nuclear shares inched up, and consequently coal share fell back to the range of 42 to 53 percent. But by 2011, coal share somewhat steadily deteriorated through 2017, Starting in January of 2018, coal share has set one record low after another. In April of 2018, it dropped to below 25% for the first time. In April of 2019, as we said earlier, coal share flatlined at 20%. And of course, this January, coal share set another record low at 19%. What does all this mean for the grids decarbonizing? It means a whole lot. This January, the big three in zero emissions of carbon dioxide, nuclear, wind, and hydro, totaled 37.5% of U.S. electricity supply. And the big three in fossil-fired emissions of carbon dioxide, coal, petroleum, and natural gas, totaled 58.9% of our supply. Sure, this was for just one month, but with this diminishing share of coal throughout the year, the decarbonization of electricity is well underway. What does the future hold for coal's share of grid generation? At this rate, coal share will keep falling towards 15%, and if wind and other renewables like solar grow, as they have recently, and if nuclear share maintains its current position, then zero emissions generation in total can reach and surpass 40% as soon as the next few years, that certainly would be big news. We hope you enjoyed this analysis of Cole's market share and go on to equally enjoy our forthcoming podcasts on utility, regulation, and policy. This podcast is a service of Lines Up, Inc., publisher of Public Utilities Fortnightly.